Thanks. The order breakfast at the McDonald's drive-thru. Tell yourself you'll wait to eat it at work, but it smells way too good. So you eat it right there in the McDonald's parking lot meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, get any size iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with your favorite breakfast sandwich or one of our tasty bakery treats. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it. Real talk. Real people. We are the voice of the people, so let's talk. Who's better for the people to hear than the people themselves? Good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world, thank you and welcome to another show of True Talk. How are we all doing out there? Man, it's been a minute. I mean, I thought to myself, gosh, it's nearly the end of the month and I haven't come and done a podcast, ain't come and said hello to my fans, my supporters. I'm sorry, the pandemic has been a bit crazy, man, Ugh, lockdown after lockdown, I don't know. It's been a bit. It's been a bit serious. Um, first of all, I want to sh- give my shout out like I normally do. Shout out to Countryman, my main man, um, really good friend. You've got to check him out on Instagram at Countryman. Um, got some good music out there. You're doing really. I, I think he's got. I have a great album coming out. Album already dropped called Countryman Productions. Check him out, man. He's the man. Um, want to big up my main man. Also, Mr. B, um, always supporting, always encouraging. Thank you, bro. Uh, I want to big up um, from family members, Ash, Dane. Thank for your support as well. Everything is just, I think just like I said, it's been a bit crazy this year. Um, there's so much negative press. On this pandemic worldwide, there's so much negative press about the vaccine coming out. I don't know, well, that's already out now. Um, gosh, I don't even know where to, to really start. I don't even want to be seen to really be encouraging or not encouraging anybody to take this vaccine because, you know, everybody's their own individual in this one and everybody can do their research. We live in the information age. Everything is that a click at a button to you know what to know what best to do for you. So you know I, I don't want to come do the podcast based on the pandemic and if you shouldn't or should take the vaccine. But what I do want to talk about today is something I've been noticing for a little while now. Um, uh, mental health. I've noticed and I've been hearing a lot that there's. A lot of people struggling uh, throughout this pandemic. A lot of people struggling mentally to cope with to cope with what's going on. Um, I saw this advert at the bus stop uh, a couple of days ago, and it's saying that abusers work from home, and it's saying that uh, domestic violence has gone up forty nine percent. Um, I was like, wow, like the government is telling us who's dying. 
Um, no, no, the percentage of people who are dying and all these thousands of people dying. But what about the millions suffering at home? And there doesn't seem to be any aftercare for them or any care for them that's been publicised or been advertised in, in a way where, you know, it's reachable. I mean, I wouldn't know where to go if I was going through a domestic thing right now. Um, what I would depend on, though, is... Uh, family members and neighbours. I mean, I've never been into Neighbourhood Watch, but right now, as we're going through this thing together, I think it's only right that together we look out for each other and, you know, if anything's going wrong, I think I've said this in one of my podcasts before, that we should step out of our comfort zone and be that nosy neighbour to make sure people are safe in this time because... um, not like before when people are suffering in silence. People, more people are suffering in silence now when it comes to domestic violence and, I'm, I know that, and other things that go on inside the home that nobody knows about that's increased. Well, you know, I'm just recommending, encouraging that we all stick together in this time and to help those that can't help themselves. I mean, if they don't want help, that's different. But if you can see someone struggling... Don't feel a way to do a good deed, to step out and help somebody. And like I said, a friend told me that um, she's got a friend that lives in the middle of nowhere because she likes nature. But then last night, somebody was outside her home, just standing there looking around. So she was on the phone with her until the police came and done their thing and now the lady's come to stay by hers. That's a nice thing to do. I mean, that's a friend anyway, but... You know, things like that is what's more needed right now because of all what's going on. Um, going back to what I was saying before about uh, mental health, um, I am not a doctor and I don't you know, know all the medicals, uh, words for all these things, but I'm just going to talk to you about what I've seen so far and, and what I've, you know, grown to understand over the years and how this thing could be affecting people now. So, I think that, like I said, I'm not a doctor and I don't know all the medical things, but from from my own observations, I think that um, mental health is triggered by something that, by a trauma that's gone on in someone's life, and that person hasn't dealt with it, hasn't somehow gotten over it and moved forward, and what's happening now, what, what what I see or what gets displayed is uh, people, you know, expressing what's going on inside of them in very unusual ways. Some of it could be drug abuse. Some of it is actually sexual. A lot of it is sexual. I've noticed uh, a lot of women and men that go through something and they... They take it out in sex. Like I talk to a lot of people, and that is one of their things that they do. Um, especially if they feel like uh, they don't feel um, loved. They don't tend to love themselves, or they've gone through something and they just blame themselves. You know, them kind of things are are something that I've that I've heard that's be, that's kind of increased as well. Drugs is something that I've known. A long time that people hasn't got over something so they use drugs to get away and then they become hooked on it and then the life is taken over with drugs 
Um, I see people, like my, my job entails me to work with the public and sometimes I have to work at night time and at night time I see a lot of things that concern me. Like I have to sit there and wonder, how did you get here? What happened to you to make you be like this? You know, um, there's a big story that came out a little while over over WhatsApp, um, and the lady was saying that um, there's a lady that walks around that a lot of people know, and the reason why she's like this is uh, because of an incident that happened, a sexual incident, sexual abuse incident that happened years ago in her life, and that's what kind of made me start thinking. Okay, well. This is where this is the this is where mental health can probably start. Then, man, you have a trauma and you don't get over it. And I started to think about like things like my dad. My dad died in the all before he died. What we went through together, um, we got into a physical fight, and for a long time, I was very angry. And but somehow, like I said before, I got to. A place with him where I was okay. Now I can't say that for everybody uh, that dealt with him. I feel like some people that never got over certain things with him kind of carry it, and it because he's gone now, they can't go back to him and sort it out. And I think that messes with them mentally. And I think that thing happens to a lot of people that don't deal with their past. And it because they don't deal with their past, and the, per, the, other, the person's either gone, or they can't go, they, they don't think they can go to anybody to get help and try to do it all themselves, it crushes them and mentally disturbs them. And then we will class it as mental health in many different ways. That's, that's just, that's probably just, I think there's one case of mental health, I would say, because like I said, I'm not a doctor, but from what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing and what I've experienced myself, that's the conclusion I've come to. And um, I want to just encourage a lot of people out there that have gone through um, something traumatic that are, that is struggling to deal with it Especially right now where you where there's no escapism, there's no there's no pub to go to, there's no work to go to, there's no club to go to, there's nowhere to go to. Even if you go to the park, it's not really that escape, you know. And those of us that are in the home and drinking has increased, alcohol consume consuming has, has increased, and things come back to us in them quiet times where we have no escape. I like a lot of people use, use their work to escape. It's work stop, work slow down. We gotta work from home. It's it it can be mentally disturbing. So I guess I guess for I just do a podcast to encourage everybody. And I hope I haven't stepped on anybody's toes because I really haven't. I've just come to you know encourage people to try and find somebody to talk to to. Um, get that release, get that breakthrough, get that strength to move forward, to get away from allowing the path to dictate your future and even your present, you know? Uh, I always think to myself that 
we wasn't made to handle pressure. In fact, if I go back to the good book and quote from it, when God made the garden, he put us in a comfort place. The place was comforted until them not decided to eat the apple or whatever, the fruit, whatever it is. The Bible doesn't actually say it was an apple, it was a fruit, but we somehow class it as, a, as an apple. But whatever they've done, they caused themselves to become un- uncomfortable. But we wasn't made to handle pressure, abuse, and any type of trauma. So we can't do it by ourselves. We can't handle it. That is something I'm very, very um, sure about. We can't handle pressure from a trauma or from an uh, abusive... Even even women that have come out or men that have come out of uh, domestic violence, and until they get help or until they get over it, they actually can't... Fun- I don't think, anyway, they can actually get into another relationship and be the same. I think um, there needs to be a lot of healing so that they can continue... A lot of healing and growth so that they can continue... Living a normal life, so to speak, you know. So, like I'm saying, I just want to encourage everybody to find that person, to find a way outside of drink, drugs, and sex, even. Because just to share, just to share something, I was with a lady one time that I did notice that because she went through something, it was like it almost was like sex was her way of dealing with it. And I always thought that was weird. And I had a lot of compassion for her, to be fair. Um, and I still do. Because I understood that it, this was she was only going like this, going on like this out of hurt. So we have to try and find a way to find not a device or a vice to, 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 de- to not deal with what's going on, but to cope with it. We need to find something that deals with it, that gets us food, that makes us a better person, that makes us whole again. And as I've said before, the reason why we need to get to that place, those of us that have gone through something, is because we owe it to ourselves to become better. What's happened to us, we shouldn't carry on what someone else done to us. Like, don't give them that privilege, that room in your life to exercise their strength and their madness on you. It's almost like they don't live with you, They're not. it's not happening to you again, but they're still there bullying you, still there um, putting you down, criticising you, hurting you. But they're nowhere to be seen when you look around. But in your head, because you ain't got over it, you can still feel it. You can still smell smells. You can still hear a voice that disturbs you. And this is what I'm saying where now we need to get back our strength from that person. Give them back their rubbish and take back our strength because that's what they, they stole. They stole our strength. They made us feel like we were nothing because they're nothing. That's the real truth. If you can get see how strong you are, God said he made you in his image and he is mighty and great. He even says in there, go out and be courageous. You are more than an overcomer. 
Hmm? Think about that for a minute. You are more than an overcomer. I'm with you everywhere, every day. Everywhere you go, I'm there. Helping and guiding. But there's something you got to do. Go and sort yourself out. Go and get some strength. Don't allow this thing to torment you and persecute you any longer. I just want you to think about that. And I really believe that as we um, start to get over the past and not allow it to dictate our future and even mess with our presence, our relationships will grow again with friends, family, children, and we will just become better. And there'll be such a brightness to us. I'm always concerned about my future. I'm always concerned about how I am as a person in the sense of can I do better? How can I do better? Am I going to do better? And all of these things, I could never get the answer to these questions if I had never dealt with my past, you know? So I really just want to encourage you one more time to find... I think talking is the best um, remedy. Uh, that's just for me. Um... So at least if I do go out to have a drink, for example, it's in a healthy way, a sociable way. Um, I grew up with an alcoholic, so I can see how drinking can become very unhelpful. I actually think my dad went through some stuff when he was in Jamaica that he himself never spoke about. He spoke about bits and pieces, actually, but he never actually got over some things, and that ruined him. So I'm kind of speaking from a little bit of experience in a sense of I could see from, from a little child how trauma, disappointment um, and no help, not even asking for help, can mess with you as a person because I grew up with someone like that. So I really, really want to say don't allow anybody or anything to um, dictate your future to mess with you as a person. You've got a strength in you that you don't know about. And once you can dig deep in you and find this strength, your life is going to be amazing. Just that alone makes you the strongest person in the world when you can find that strength, that strength of, encu- that strength of um, encouragement, that strength of encouraging yourself, that strength of knowing yourself, that self-confidence, saying no, when you don't want to do something, saying yes, when you want to say something, being determined in a healthy way, not being backbiting, controlling, manipulating. I even think all of those things are part and past with something that's happened to someone in the past. Manipulation, abuse, oh God. It's it's too much. That's, that's somebody else's imprint on you, it's not your print. Why would anybody why would anybody be born into this world a manipulator, a controller, a control freak? Something happened that people ain't got over. And it causes them that's how they've decided to defend themselves. And it's in an unhealthy way where you can defend yourself by having a strength of self confidence. 
So say, no, I'm not having this, or yes, I'm having this. A strength of courageousness to go out and get things done without having to control and manipulate things. If you're going to go out and manage something, you're managing something from a healthy, loving place within yourself. You know? So, come on, guys. This is my slogan for this year. I owe it to myself, so I'm going to be better. I want to thank you for listening to True Talk. I hope it, I know it's been a short one. I wanna, oh, yeah, I forgot to say, Happy New Year, everybody. God almighty. <laughs> I forgot. Happy New Year. I hope the year started good for you guys, even though we're still in lockdown. Um, those of us, like I said, guys, there are some people that need... we got to learn to police ourselves, you know. The police can't be everywhere right now. The, you know what I mean? We have to learn to police ourselves. Something's going on next door. Knock on the window, knock on the door. How you doing? Is everything correct? We gotta be. It's like we gotta be neighborhood watch. We gotta watch out for each other, especially those of us that know people that live alone. Those are the the scary ones. I have a I have a friend. I go and check on her all the time. I'm always thinking about it because she lives by herself. At Christmas, no one goes to see her. Easter, no one's there. So I always, from time to time, pop in, pop a card through the door. Even if I know, even if she's there and she doesn't answer the door, I put a card through the door because I know she'll get it. And that just makes, like, and, and what I'm trying to do there is give her hope that somebody cares and is thinking about her, you know? So them little things mean a lot. They might, you might not ever get a thank you, but somewhere along the line, and I mean, the big man don't sleep, Eyes are always open. There'll be something, some kind of reward for you. But I don't do it for that. I'm just saying that the goodness of my heart, because I think big and I, I got a big heart. Sorry, I think a lot about people and I got a lot, a lot of compassion about people and I got a big heart. I do little things like that that no one doesn't see. But I know that that person, I, I probably just made that person's day. That somebody thought about them. That Christmas card. That was that was amazing. For that person You know Little things like that Easter eggs Whatever You know we've got Those little things That come up Here and there that Right now A little hello How you doing To, to Probably a complete stranger that happens, that happens to me All the time in my job Somebody will just come up And start talking to me I never Ever um, Force them away Or tell them to go away I always give that person time Because I know that That little time I've given that person, I probably saved their life in many ways. They probably thought, all right, I'm going to try again. I'm going to talk to somebody. Just, see if someone, just to see the glimmer of hope of knowing that someone cares. And I give them that time. Imagine if I don't give them that time, what it could have done to that person. That person could have gone home and committed suicide. That's how I think. So I always, especially like homeless people, they're forever coming up to me. They don't ask for anything, so I noticed it. They don't really ask for anything, but they want to tell me their life story. I met, there was a guy one time that told me about himself and what he, he was hurting himself. See, again, not getting over something. What happened with him was he, he cheated on his wife and his wife left him. And it, he loved his wife, yeah? And what he'd done, what he was doing, he put himself on the street to punish himself. From what he had done. And I was like, wow. 
I couldn't even, I didn't know what to say. I, I think I said to him, can I go back and work it out? He goes, no, nah. he even said to me, no, I hate myself. No, 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 he didn't say that. He said, I can't forgive myself. That's what he said. I can't forgive myself. That's what he said. But that's the same thing as hating himself, isn't it? He said he can't forgive himself, so he puts himself on the on, on the street. And when I the last time I saw him, he was on he was at Tower Bridge on the bench, sleeping. There's a bit before before you go over Tower Bridge. Um and there and there was a bench there and he was there sleeping. For he was there for years. Years he was there, and I haven't seen him in a long time since. I don't know where he's gone. Hopefully he's gone on to be better. And he, it's not that... He, he didn't... He wasn't saying to me he had money problems, you know. He cheated on his wife. She left him. And he said he can't forgive himself. So he put himself on the street to punish himself. That's crazy. To me, I was, I was mind blown. So you see what I'm saying? How things can affect you if you don't get over it. Things can, it will cause you to do things that, traumatic things. Self-forgiveness is something that is important as well. Um, a lot of people don't know how to do that. And that is a hard one to do. Um, I feel like you need to help with that one. Um, you cannot do that one by yourself, not everybody. Uh, some people have got to the place where they said, I've forgiven myself and they've moved on. But not it's not there for everybody. Somebody needs to hear, it's okay. It's all right. You're forgiven. You can forgive yourself. Let yourself off the hook. Someone needs to hear that for them to move forward. You know? So, so guys, this is, it's been a short one. Like I keep saying, um, but the moral of my message here is just to look after, look out for everybody, look after each other in this time. We need each other in this time. Um, we can't really go through this time and ignore things. We need to pay attention and give a helping hand to wherever it's needed. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. I hope you're good. Have a blessed week and I'll get back to you soon. Bless. Hey, Mid-Atlantic, it's me, Winter. Just a heads up, I'm going to ice and snow all week. But if you're driving a Honda, you'll be fine. And right now, Honda is offering its best ever APR on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, and more. With real-time all-wheel drive and all the safety features included with Honda Sensing, like a collision mitigation braking system and adaptive cruise control. Oh, and don't forget to turn on your heated seats. It's going to get cold. Sorry. See your local Honda dealer today. From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.